Time for a change. Then this podcast is for you. You're listening to AHA Moments with Coach Ka, a podcast filled with everyday conversations with the goal of building better relationships, unlearning and relearning, and being present as a spiritual being, helping you free your mind of any fear-based thoughts that are holding you back and cultivate an inspired awareness that can encourage you to take action over your life. Here's your host, Coach Ka. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to my fifth episode on AHA Moments with Coach Ka. It's just an, a pleasure to being in this space with you all. It's been so real. Listen, I'm just going to jump right into this one. This one is a part two to episode number two that I produce, which is a question called, Why Do Nice Guys Finish Last? I just want to do a part two. Um, I just feel that I need to be more uh, even clear on what I was saying in episode two. I realized that you might not sense that it was said that why do nice guys finish last? And I know I was very clear on, I know that they finish last for various reasons of why. It's not just one reason. You're dealing with a system here of thought on the collective thought. So anytime you're dealing with a collective thought, I'm not trying to change the masses thought on anything, but looking into it, as I look from a different place, I realize nice guys, nice guys finish last because they, first and foremost, it's thought to be, if you're nice, that you're weak. Let's get that out first and foremost. <laughs> and various reasons why we equate the collective collate being nice as having a weak backbone. And again, I'm not trying to change the collective thought, but just looking at different angles of this thing, the main reason because I was a nice guy. But I'm not saying I'm not a nice guy today because I realize not every nice guy operates from the heart. And what I mean by that, even by being operating from the heart, you can also, um, along your journey, get into some trauma to where now you're not operating from the heart, you're operating from a need for approval. So a lot of nice guys finish last in this system of thought is because you're looking for validation and approval in all the wrong places. But first and foremost, for me, you finish last because you're putting everybody before you and you put yourself last. That's one of the main reasons why you finish last. For whatever the reason is, you may feel as though your girl and your, your, your children and, and, and your friends, you value them more than you value yourself. And when you think back over all the things you've done and you wish that people can say thank you or you wish that people can receive you more or have more better validation is because you set yourself up for this and you set yourself up for failure every time because in a system of thought, it will never change no one's mind. You can never give more to yourself to someone that can see your heart or someone that they themselves have a lot of trauma in their life. How can they give you back something good that they don't know that they have received something good or that they can know that they received something good, but they won't return the favor because you have more takers in this world than you have givers. Experience more. Make sure to hit that subscribe button now. So you have to understand that this game of being a nice guy is a fool's game. 
You don't want to play that game. You want to be nice and kind to people because your heart is just that way. But yet at the same time, you know your limit. You always, always must put yourself first and foremost. And as you put yourself first and foremost, it's like loving yourself because now you qualify now to love other people. It doesn't work the other way around. We've been taught if you come from a religious background like myself is to love others. Right. And and then you will begin to maybe feel that they will love you in return. Based on my experience and even what the Bible says, you you love God, but you then you love yourself to the same degree. You love your neighbor, I should say, to the same degree that you love yourself. I'm kind of paraphrasing right now, but you get my point that you should love yourself. And out of that love for self, you put yourself first and then you just ask these questions. You know, it's okay to make a mistake. It's okay that everyone, that you're not for everybody. It's okay that people don't receive you for who you really are. It's okay. As long as you receive yourself first and foremost, you see. So when dealing with why do guys, nice guys finish last, there's so many angles to this that we can take. Um, and there's so, there's the rabbit hole runs deep. But the main thing I wanted to get out in part two was simply, yes, nice guys will always finish last in a system that always sees them as weak with no backbone. And that could be very well true. But on the flip side of things, ladies and gentlemen, I have met a lot of people in my life, men and women, who weren't necessarily uh, nice, but they had weak backbones, too. Being weak should not always be placed next to the nice guy because I've seen some people that weren't so nice, but yet they were very weak, very weak in character, very weak in just communication, very weak with just their emotions, no emotional intelligence at all. But yet we will look at them and either fear them or don't mess with them at all. But nonetheless, we don't say that they're weak. We, we equate weakness to being nice, but yet that's farther from the truth. You see, I even said in part one that it takes strength to be nice. And I want to say this in this episode, that kindness is a rare quality in this world that we are living in today. Yes, just being kind, just being nice is another act of love. Yes, but yet we all say, even in the religious circles, uh, in families and business, that, uh, that love is the most powerful force ever. Have you not heard that statement before? But yet when people give forth that type of love or give forth that type of power in different aspects of it, I would say being nice from the heart, not from a need of being validated in approval, but from your heart space, who doesn't want that in their lives? So that's why I went on to say in the long game, if you're going to be nice in this system, in the long game, that's when you get what you are looking for as long at the end of the day you're being nice and you're getting what you're looking for I don't care if I'm first middle or last it don't matter to me because at the end of the day I'm getting what I want and that which I want is to see myself and people that I'm around whole and happy and 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 everyone is getting along the best that they can because I realize without just talking about it that everybody is dealing with something and just an act of kindness surely can hurt the process you're listening to aha moments with coach Ka. so looking at things and going further into just being a nice guy nice guys finish last for many various reasons But weakness can be a part of a nice guy's game. 
Because if he's not aware of who he really is, now um, he will always finish not only just last, but you will be getting depressed. You will feel that you're being left out. You will feel like people don't care. It's only because you haven't cared enough for yourself. So you must even speak positive thoughts to yourself and understand some things. So I wish that if you grew up religious and you prayed and you want people to like you and all of that stuff, listen, prayer works, but I've learned this other tool that I wish they would have taught more alongside of prayer. And it's what I call meditation. See, meditation can be a cure for self-hatred. Yes, because the deeper you go in meditation, the more love you will have for yourself. That was an aha moment for me, y'all. The moment I started going deeper into my meditation and deeper into understanding where my happiness is, I began to stop self. I wouldn't say I was self-hating myself, but what I can say, I allow people over my life when I was a younger man to dictate my life and to control my life. I couldn't understand the adults in my in my time of, of being a young person. I didn't understand all of them, I should say. And what I mean by the understanding of it is that a lot of them, we I had to learn as I got older to forgive them for they know not what they do. They were angry, not so much at me, but probably their own life, the way it was going, what they were taught about young people in their presence. Because <laughs> I came down during, uh, came in at an era where you know young people could not be in the presence of what we call adults. And now that I'm an adult, I see that adults weren't really talking about any great things back then. Not in all cases, but nonetheless, just want to stay on on track here that back then adults for me had a desire, I guess, to control my every movement. (laughs) I remember, you know, having, you know, my cousins over by my my parents house and, you know, they used to yell upstairs and, and, and yell my name. Anytime they heard any uh, noise <laughs> and I can sit back and laugh at it now. And I even talk you know, the family about it, but I used to always get my name called out as if I was the one doing it. Right. So that's that, that alone right there can get you in trouble in the sense of thinking, you know, why am I always in trouble? Why my name is always being called when I'm not really actually making the noise. <laughs> it's somebody else making the noise, but yet I'm getting called out because maybe because it was just our house. Maybe I don't know. And I haven't figured that part out and, and won't at this time. But I did realize that I had to let a lot of trauma go thinking that I had to be this perfect person for people. And that I couldn't make no mistakes. You see, I had to learn through my meditation and through healing myself that it's okay to make a mistake, that it's okay to be even wrong. As long as you can correct your mistakes, if you will, because right and wrong to me now is in the eyes of the beholder. As long as you're not hurting anybody. You see, a lot of adults back there didn't care if they hurt you. They didn't really matter if you're, 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 you're a child. You're supposed to take the uh, mental abuse. I'm not even dealing with physical abuse. It's dealing with the mental abuse of how they tell you what to do with so much anger sometimes. It's not out of love. So now you grow up and, and you're thinking you can pass that on. You can do one or two things. You can pass that anger on to the next person or you correct yourself and realize that's not always the way to grow. Angry people are not always the toughest, you know. 
Let me repeat that. Angry people aren't the toughest. If you're looking versus toughness versus weakness, where well, angry people aren't tough to me. In fact, they're the biggest ones that are weak in my mind because you yourself can't handle the truth. From a child, I understand that you were perfect as a child. I was perfect as a child. But you're dealing with imperfect people, so therefore they make you feel like you're the problem. That's the thing about this world system that we're in. Everything is reversed. So then you teach us prayer and you're begging God for change and nothing changes until you do. Ready for change? Get in touch with Coach Ka via Ka at IamCoachKa.com for one-on-one, group, or webinar sessions. Yes, nothing changes until you change. When you change, everything else changes. I can talk, you know, black and blue in the face, but until I change, nothing changes for me. I had to learn to heal myself. So that's why I said meditation to me is a, is a cure. It's not the cure. Did you catch that? It's not the cure for self-hatred, but it is a cure for self-hatred. And boy, we have a lot of people out there in the world, especially we're living in a social media world today where everyone's seeking attention. You know, you, you, you know, even famous people are seeking attention and they have all the influence in the world. And that's just not enough. So, you know, I would rather make a name for myself than to drop, you know, household names for people to begin to love me and to like me. It's all superficial. You really don't know who loves and likes you. But at the end of the day, you should love yourself. You should like yourself and you should begin to attract others and you will know them by their fruit. You will also know them because you will feel that love for them. Like I'm feeling the love from the audience that I'm speaking to today. We found each other. Because I decide to wake up. I decide not to dismiss being nice from a heart-centered perspective, but I decided to put away being nice to everybody and putting everybody before me. That was the, the game breaker for me. That was one of my life lessons to stop putting everybody before me and put myself first. You may be saying, but Coach Kai, is that kind of selfish? Well, put it like this. To become selfless, you should become selfish. Let that sink in for a minute. To become selfless, you should become selfish. Who says becoming selfish is a bad thing? You have takers. That's all they know to do is take. You have con artists. That's all they know to do is to get you to give them something that is of value to you. But when you begin to value yourself, your no to them is your yes to you. Did you catch it? I'm going to repeat that again. Your no to them is your yes to yourself. Even if you have it to give, that doesn't mean you need to give it to that particular person. Yes, why do nice guys finish last? Because we associate that only to relationships. And I don't know any woman or man for that matter for the long term that don't want a nice person in their life. Because that is an aspect of love. But if you're going to play the game of just wanting to have take things from people, whether it's sex or time or money or resources, 
then in the short term, I still feel, yes, nice guys, you will always finish last. Even with the good intentions in your heart, you're going to finish last in that game because it wasn't meant for nothing if you're going to play the game. But who says you got to play that game? When I start to really study and meditate myself, I set the standard. Wow. Yeah. Even against the collective thought on reasoning about why guys finish last or or nice guys finish last because they don't have a backbone. That's true. Yeah. But not in all cases. Nice guys finish last because they're weak. Yeah, that's true. But not in all cases. But because of the collective mindset on that, I'm not about to change that. Sure. Go ahead and take it. But I'm dealing with a nice man now who understands themselves on a deeper level. You don't have to be nice to everybody. And it's okay to say no. See, now you're getting your authority back. Now you're getting your true potential back. Now you're getting your true self back. Now you're going to be able to stand with your shoulders back and you can be nice and kind to whoever you choose to be. And then those that you don't is because you sense and feel something else. And it's okay to say no. It's okay that you don't show up. It's okay that they don't receive you, even in your family. It's okay because there's another side there. There's another family that will receive you with open arms because you're born into a family. It doesn't mean that they're, your, that they're your family from the heart. That's just the bloodline that you have to come through. Even when you're dealing with cousins and uncles and things of that nature. Listen, there's I have been blessed by so many people that did not know me growing up than those that have known me growing up my entire life. I'm sure all of us can say something similar to that. You're listening to AHA Moments with Coach Ka. Why is that? Because they see you differently. See, many of us don't like change. And growing up, not everybody matures. People just grow older. Growing older and maturing, to me, can be separable. You can grow older and have a lot of experience in letting people know on what not to do. But I wouldn't mind talking to elders on what to do and what not to do. I like to tell, talk to elders that got the experience now on sharing with me how to, how, how to be all that I can be. I would love to talk to elders as I'm an elder myself. I'm going back to younger people and talking to people and bringing out their best gifts. Sharing with them the insights that you see from them versus telling them what they're, you know, what, what they're not. Tell them who they are on a deeper level. So why do nice guys finish last? Deserve the part two. Because I want nice guys to know that if you're going to be nice, be nice from a place of happiness. Be nice from a place of your true self. Because if you're being nice because you don't want to be hurt, you will always be hurt because you're not being who you really are. You see, we're living in a world, even when you're dealing with not just relationships, but business. <laughs> in corporate, they know how to put the face on. They know how to get, again, what they want from you. But they also can sense when you're a nice person. 
I don't know if people understand what's really going on here. But no matter the collective understand the game or not, but they always want us to unify and come together. But there's another force or entity that's fighting against it. Yes, love is very powerful. But how would you know? If you don't even let kindness into your heart or being nice into your heart. I know a lot of people who grew up in families that did not feel love. I know a lot of people, y'all, that you will be surprised at the amount of people that think they deserve to go to what the Bible calls hell. Oh, yeah. Many Bible people and religious people think that, okay, because now they know about heaven and hell that it makes people do right. That couldn't be further from the truth, but that is a thought out there in the collective. But the truth of the matter is you have more people out there that don't think much of themselves, y'all. And being kind to people is weak. Being kind to people will get you put last. Being nice to people will get you last. I'm looking at it from a different angle. Some men I even talk to, they don't mind being last. They want their wives, their girlfriends, their significant others to walk first before them. They want their kids to walk before them first. I'm the same way. Watch this. When I think about families on being a nice guy so that my children can see what a man really is, I look at the man as the foundation of a house. And when you're dealing with most foundations, most foundations aren't seen on the ground. I'm going to repeat that. When you deal with the foundation of a home, most of the foundations of the home aren't necessarily being seen on top. Everything else is. So if a fam- if you walk into a family, <laughs> I can only laugh because I've, I've raised a family for over 23 years. And I've experienced the ups and downs of family because a lot of times, even when the man is in the home, it's like he's not even there. But then yet I experience when a man is in the home, that he is acknowledged and he's reverenced and he's loved and he's appreciated. But I've talked to many men behind the scenes and it makes them feel as if they don't matter. But yet they're the pillars of the home. But I'm telling you, when you fall into your place of significance and know who you are on the inside, it don't really matter if people acknowledge you or not. As long as you acknowledge and you get what you want at the end of the day, you win, regardless of in the collective you win or not. It doesn't matter because it's all an illusion anyway, because who wins and who loses in this whole foolery game here, this game, this matrix we in, who really wins? We don't really know. But I do know if you're just being nice because you want approval and validation, you will always lose that game. You will always be unfulfilled. You will always be not happy. But when you look at it from a a place of health, uh, uh, healing, a a place of wholeness, you will realize it don't matter. Long as the people in your corner are good, it doesn't matter. So, yes, I'm the foundation of the home. And the foundation doesn't always be seen. But yet the whole house is still standing on a firm foundation. Until then, my fellow 
family and friends. I just appreciate y'all listening to part two of Why Do Guys Finish Last? I hope something I said triggered you to look deeper in yourself and not to live for people, but to live from that source that lives and dwells on the inside of you. You deserve to be happy. And the first place you must look to be happy is not on the inside, but excuse me, is not on the outside. But the first place that you should look to be happy is on the inside of yourself. Until the next time, you have a great day. This episode of AHA Moments with Coach Ka has ended, but your journey towards building a better life continues. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next AHA Moment. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.